You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. And on today's episode, we're going to be answering some questions from people who have emailed in their questions, which you can do also. All you got to do is email me, trip at tripadvice.com, put in the subject line podcast question, and I'll be here to answer your question, just like we're going to do today. I want to give a shout out for anyone who has recently been DMing me. I know that guys have been DMing me because they've been listening to some episodes and they have been liking them. So they DM me and say nice things. And it's great to hear from all of you. So thank you. I've been responding to as many as I possibly can. It is awesome to hear from you. Of course, you can also DM me and say hello too. Trip Advice is my Instagram handle and we can just chat, say hello. Love to hear from you. Also, I have been reading some of the reviews that have been coming in here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast. And one that just just stuck out so well. And it's one that I want to read. In fact, I'll read a couple. Why not? Ones that have come in in this past month, a few in January, and one just last week. Here he is, one star. He says, the comment boosters are lying. Don't waste your time with this crap. This guy is just trying to get you to buy his programs while he blabbers on about common sense concepts. Very boring. Never gets to the real nuts and bolts of relations between man and woman. I guess if you're a freshman in high school, there may be something to take from this podcast. Not trying to knock the guy, but his podcast is plain tofu. It's a well-written, wonderful one-star review, which I just have to call out. It's interesting. Uh, He says at the end, not trying to knock the guy. Uh, Well, you are knocking me and the podcast by saying exactly what you just did. But it's interesting. He says it's very boring. And I get it. This podcast is not meant to be very entertaining. Maybe it's entertaining in some sense that you enjoy listening to advice that you want to take and use and learn from. But you're right. It is not an entertainment podcast. It is a it is a podcast that's all about teaching and trying to get results. I find it very interesting that he says we're talking about common sense concepts. I do think that there are a lot of things I say that are common sense. There's a famous saying that goes, common sense, not common practice. You know, guys end up saying to me after I teach them something, they say, man, God, it's just so simple, isn't it? Because they don't realize how simple it can be. And I'm here to open up your minds to that. So it's funny also, he says, we don't get to the real nuts and bolts. I mean, I think this entire podcast is literally all about understanding men and women and relationships between them. But that's fine. Everyone has their own opinion. So thank you so much for uh, giving me a review, even though it is a one star and it is plain tofu. Sorry, couldn't help you. Can't help everyone. Let's hear another one. By the way, I will say this. It's funny. It says comment boosters are lying. Uh, boosting. I don't understand what that means. I don't have my friends boost this thing. I ask you guys to leave reviews and it's because it, why not? You should. Of course, you're not going to leave a review if you don't mean it. So there are real reviews. Here's another one. So wholesome, love this podcast, five stars. Hello, I'm a late 20-something female that happened on your show when you guest starred on another podcast. I'm interested in in learning about men, their fears, and how to bridge the cavernous gap of misunderstanding between men and women. 
Generally, women don't trust men. It seems there are fewer and fewer thoughtful role models for men to learn how to be assertive and confident without being offensive and aggressive. I love how you teach from an open, calming, understanding, and very masculine place. This show teaches about valuing yourself. So just wanted to say, love your work. It's 100% necessary now more than ever. We need those guys that aren't shooting their shot. They're the sweet ones, LOL. P.S. Your episode on one-itis helped me out. I was a st- I was stuck on a crush and opening myself to other dates has really helped loosen the grip. Thanks. So cool. That came from a female and I'm glad that it helped you. Here's another one. Trip is the best coach and expert on dating. Five stars. Trip's material has been so helpful for me to unlearn old ways of thinking and create new tools to become more magnetic and attractive. Another one here. Great advice all around. Five stars. This podcast is a great podcast for men, but also for just all-around great advice on dating. I've been able to implement a lot of Trip's advice on dating, and they have worked. A lot of great content to learn and out into action. Thank you, Trip. You're welcome. Guys, thank you for leaving a review. Even the one-star guy who thinks I'm so incredibly boring and not getting to the nuts and bolts, even though we've done over 500 episodes, I'm sure one of these episodes has to say something, but not to everyone. Either way. Thanks for leaving a review. If anyone wants to be a comment booster and leave me a review, please go ahead and leave a review. Would love to hear from you. And like I've been doing here, I will read yours out loud, even if it's a one star. I love reading the haters. All is well that ends well. Okay. So like I said, today we're getting into some Q&A, but first I got to do the thing, right? I got to pitch the programs, the things. I just hope that I bring enough value in these episodes to warrant being able to talk about some of the things that I have that run the business that allows me to keep doing podcast episodes like these. That's the thing. Let everyone and every podcaster that you ever listen to run their ad, whether they're selling something, whether they're promoting or being sponsored by something, let them do that. They are doing a lot of great work. And, uh, and it keeps them going. It sponsors the podcast. And for some like myself, it allows me to run a business to continue to do stuff like this. So hopefully people understand that. But again, I guess that one guy didn't. As you can tell, I'm a little sour from that. I hope he is listening though, because if he is, then again, he understands that it is hilarious that he continues to listen, even though he knocked it. Anywho, we're talking about my coaching program that's available to you. If you need help, if you want me to make sure I dig the ditch out for you, done for you program, so you can meet more women, so you can talk to more women, so you can get more dates. And I do specialize in online dating as well as in-person approaching. So any form of meeting women, you are going to learn it from me personally. And I'm going to help you and I'm going to create a complete custom plan for you that's going to get you out there into the world and meeting more women and being your most attractive self. If you want that help, Go to coachedbytrip.com where I can help you today. If you feel that coaching is a big jump for you, you're not ready to hop on accountability calls with me and go into a full program, that's okay. I do have my other course called Hooked, which teaches you everything steps A to Z in terms of how to meet women, attract women, talk to women, everything that I talk about in the coaching program, but it just minus the accountability, right? So you're going to have all the information there and it's going to tell you exactly what to do. Not so much a custom plan but at least the right information so you can get on the right track to meeting more women. Check out the Hooked video course at getherhooked.com.
Let's do it. Let's go into some really awesome questions that you guys have been sending in. Some are long, and I like that because they are nice and rich. That gives me a lot to work with and a lot to respond to. Let's do it. We got one from Emmanuel. He says, Hey, Trip, I recently discovered your podcast and content, and I think it's awesome. Here's my question. Trying to keep it as short as possible, but I need to get in depth a bit. I'm in a relationship with a 12-year-older woman with her 13-year-old boy who has a place in my heart as well. We've been together for almost eight years now. I'm 35 now, and our relationship is, is very kind and loving. We do not live together, and we do not share the same circle of friends since the huge age gap and interests. Neither one of us is deeply integrated in the other one's family. The thing is that she does not want to have another child, but I might at some point in the future. We have discussed this openly and with empathy, and we both now, if that point arrives, we will split. So one part of my question is how to deal with that. I've asked good friends and I got mixed replies, varying from I should enjoy the time we still have left and or I should break up since it's unfair to her to keep her around knowing I will end it at some point. So as long as everything runs smoothly, everything is fine. Occasionally, you both can feel those limitations and that our relationship is kind of a compromise. Her feelings with all of this are that she feels on hold sometimes, but she loves me and her life circumstances are that she might not find another partner as quick and easy as I might do. So she accepts the situation. What makes it hard is that she truly is a special person and woman to me and also that I get along with her young boy really well. Happy to hear your thoughts on that. Thank you and kind regards, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, great question. I appreciate how thorough the question and story is so I can really give you a great answer. Here's the short answer, okay? And I think if anyone's been listening to the podcast for a while, they probably know what I'm going to say here. The very short answer, if I only had 10 seconds to give you an answer, I would say to you that you have to break up with her as soon as possible because she is getting older, but you're also getting older. I think some people are forgetting that part, okay? We got to think about you as well. You're getting older. You want a kid. You're 35. It's going to take you some time to date, to get over her, then to date, and then to find who's going to be a partner for you. And I just don't encourage anyone that wants to have kids to be waiting for a long time if they don't have to. You don't want to be an old dad, okay? I know that that sounds very offensive to some people. People are like, oh, like I remember I said that to, I was on a, I was on Clubhouse, that new app, and I was talking to a bunch of people and some females were asking for advice. So I was giving some advice or my thoughts, my opinions on it. And anyway, I gave some advice where I said, you know, as if you're a woman, you should be wanting to find a guy and, and have kids sooner than later because you're getting older and that's not going to be good for your eggs, but also you don't want to be an older mom. And someone came on and just reamed me out for saying like, oh, it's okay to be an older mom and all that. And so anyways, there's a whole thing. Point is, is yeah, it's okay to be an older mom. It's okay to be an older dad. But if you had to pick, would you pick older? Probably not. In the most ideal situation, you'd want to be a young parent, okay? A parent who is young enough so that they're not going to be so much older when you're raising your kids and maybe wanting to have grandkids and all that. Of course, you want to be in a good situation, a good mindset, and 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 well off somewhat financially, but you should be working on those things and all those things so you can get to the point where you're not going to be in your 40s or 50s having a kid. That's not ideal. 
So yes, well, uh, you know, life happens how it happens. And you, Emmanuel, you're 35. So you might be having a kid in your early 40s if you end up breaking up with her. Well, let's try to make that sooner than later. Now, I should be clear here. I'm not telling any woman or any man to rush into a relationship so fast that they're not looking for their non-negotiables. I'm not telling you to settle so you can have a, a fast kid. No, ideally, you have time though where you can do it. But if you're not trying to be an older person, you don't have that much time. So you don't settle, but you got to get on it. And that's my advice to you is you want to break up with her as fast as possible. Okay. So I'm not saying you have to completely dump her and never talk to her again. There's going to be a process for you of, of uncoupling, as they call it, and going through this process of saying goodbye to this boy. But you have to get on that as soon as possible. Do not stay with this woman. It's completely unfair to her. And you. it seems like you want kids. If you're thinking that you probably do, well, that means you probably do. And of course, you're thinking that now you're 35. That's an age where men feel that they are ready to have children uh, in many, in more ways than one, financially, emotionally, all those things. So really, you got to get out of this relationship. You got to move on. And you have to do it fast so that you can let her do her thing. You do your thing. I understand that this is a hard situation. But let me just say this. Guys out there, learn from this mistake. Please, please learn from this mistake. Emmanuel, I'm not trying to call you out hard, but I just, I want everyone to learn from this. You got to know if you want kids or not. I'm not pushing the agenda of having kids or not. I don't care what anyone wants or what they want to do, but I am pushing the agenda of know what you want. It is trouble. I get on the phone with guys who are coaching clients and they say, they all kind of say the same thing to me. They say, I'm not sure. I think I'd want to have kids with the right woman. You got to find out if you want them. Otherwise, you're going to be lost in the dating process. You have to know why you're going out there and dating. If it's because you want kids, well, that's great. Then you got to find someone who also wants kids. Find out someone who's going to be a good mom, date them, and go through the whole courtship process. If you don't want kids, well, then you're going to have to date and make sure that you're dating other women who also don't want to have kids. If you're looking for casual relationships, that's fine too. But I urge you not to do that for too long. It's not really healthy to be going through so many women and then finally getting into a relationship. It could mess with your head a little bit. So you got to really get clear on what you want. And Emmanuel, now that you're clear, you got to go into the next relationship knowing exactly what you're looking for so you're on the same page as the woman. Now, I know you're probably like, okay, trip duh, but like, what do I do now? Listen, you got to have an honest conversation with her. It sounds like you guys have already had the starting of it. And you got to say, I realize that I don't want to waste your time. And I probably, uh, not probably, tell, make the decision say, I do want kids. And I, I'm, I want to have kids with someone who also wants to have kids. And it wouldn't be fair to you to be with you if you knew that I wanted that. So you have to end it and, and just move on. Everything I'm saying here is easier said than done. I completely realize it. And I'm not emotionally attached to the situation. So I can understand someone like you, even though you probably know the right answer, you're still asking your friends. And now you've gotten to the point where you're finding podcasts like myself. The one, you know, That's why you're, you're writing this. You just found the podcast. So I'm here to tell you, I have the answer. You just gotta cut the cord. Do it as fast as you can. And try to just focus on what's going to be good for you in the future and not try to hold back and not break it off just because you're afraid of hurting someone. 
Your friend was right. They said it's unfair to her to keep her around knowing I will end it at some point. And they're right. Your friends are smart who have told you that. So I would take that advice and take mine here, the addition, move forward. I hope that helps. Let's go to the next question. Shorter and anonymous. Hello, Trip. I've gotten most aspects of my life taken care of, accepted myself for who I am, have hobbies that interest me, and I've started to approach women. My issue is I do not have any friends. When I take a girl out, I feel like I radiate antisocial vibes, which is a sign of being unwanted. I've tried working on this part of my life, but with it being freezing out where I live and the pandemic, new male acquaintances I've met are reluctant to hang out. I've moved to a new area, so it's not like I can reach out to an old high school friend, although I try to stay busy with my time. I feel my lack of friends in social life undermine my ability to have a girl genuinely like me and stick around. My question is, how do I keep a girl interested with no social proof? Please refer to me as anonymous. Thank you. Okay. This is a great question. So here's my thoughts on friends. I don't think that you need friends to attract a woman. You may need friends to keep her around, but you have a legit reason. And I think that from that legit reason, it doesn't seem too unattractive. Okay. And also you're saying no social proof. Social proof is a little bit different. That's more of having women friends around. But either way, if you just moved, say that to a woman. I think that she's going to completely understand that. And I think that's not going to make it look so bad. I think that when she, a woman feels that you have no friends, it's, yes, it's unattractive, right? If you're just like, yeah, I have no friends because it's like, wow, okay. You know, no one, he, he has no status at all. He's not talking to anyone. Oh, is he going to want only me and to hang around me, right? So she's going to think like, oh, he's going to be very needy. But here's what you can say. You can say to a woman that you just moved to the city and that you are working on making new friends. Don't tell her how hard it's been because that makes it sound like you're not going to solve it. So don't complain about it. But you just say that you're working on it. If it comes up, it might not even come up, by the way. Okay, so you say here, when I take a girl out, I feel like I radiate antisocial vibes, which is a sign of being unwanted. That's interesting. I think that's all in your head. I really do. I think that's all in your head. I think that you are so caught up in it that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and you think it's so unattractive that it actually is making you unattractive because you're acting in that way. So I don't want you to think that friends are the things that attract women. It just would keep them around. Okay. So, and I know that you kind of said that here. You said that your social life undermines your ability to have a girl generally like me and stick around. I just can't see that being the thing, especially if they understand that if they understand that you just moved there. Okay. So what you can do, and what I think is happening, by the way, I should say, is that you you're probably not being your most attractive self. I don't think she hears, oh, he doesn't have any friends. I'm out of here. I think you're just acting in a way that's unattractive and not confident. That's making her unattracted to you. So don't focus on this as I need friends to attract women and keep them around. You'll get there. 
but focus first on just having awesome dates. Sounds like you're meeting women. If you weren't, you'd probably say so in this. So you're probably meeting women, no problem. You're probably meeting them from online, as my guess. Either way, on these dates, I want you to be positive, remain positive. Be excited that you just moved to the new city so you can say that to her. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to meet new people. You can even say that. It's that energy that you're going to be bringing into the conversation that's going to make the most difference. Okay. I don't, I can't imagine that many women on dates are going to be like, so do you have any friends? No, that's not a question people ask. They might ask something about your friends. And if they do, just say, like, oh, I got a ton of good buddies from high school that I keep in touch with all the time. But unfortunately, you know, they're not here right now because I just moved and I'm looking for new friends. So I'm going to start getting into some hobbies soon. You know, just tell her that you have it handled and that you're working on it. That's not going to, you know, be too much. Now, listen, you might get a woman or two who's going to be like, no, I just don't like the fact that he's all alone here. Is he going to be needy for me? Okay, then goodbye. Okay, so that's when you should think about in the first place. Now, I know you're also asking the question I can tell here is, what should you do? Like, how should you meet people here? New male acquaintances. Now, I know this podcast is going to be around forever. So this advice is not going to be applicable to everyone because COVID is going to be going away. Eventually, we will have it handled. But right now in COVID, it just might not be your reality. And I know that it's cold right now. So you might just have to go a few months, wait for it to be warm, wait for the vaccine to get out there and for the COVID numbers to go down to make this work. The good news, I don't think that's going to be that much time. I think from the recording of this podcast, beginning of March here in 2021, you got six months until things are going to get warmer and the numbers are going to start going down. So I just wouldn't worry about it right now. Like, okay, it's a little tough right now. Just be as positive as you can. Good energy going into these conversations with these women that you're going on dates with and you'll meet friends. And the best way to do that is going to be through... Well, there's actually friends that you can meet on Bumble. There's like Bumble BFF where you can meet other guys to make friends with. I've used it in the past and it's pretty cool. I met some cool dudes. I actually ended up moving from LA, so I didn't really keep in touch with them. So we didn't have a lot of time to hang out, but you can go on Bumble BFF. You can be going to meetups when they start coming around a little bit and you can start focusing on getting into your hobbies or making new hobbies that are more social to meet people because Friends usually stay friends longer into adult years when they have things in common. Okay, so that's how that works. So, hope that answers your question. You don't need to focus too much on the social proof now, as long as you bring the positive energy. You can work on making friends. It's going to take a few months. You'll get there. Don't worry too much. Let's go to another one. I hope everyone is fully entertained. Okay. This one comes from Edgardo. Hi there. I just started listening from episode one back in 2014. Damn. Obviously, there are tons of episodes already. Hence, was wondering if it may be beneficial to start backwards. Most recent first, as times have drastically changed over the years, this talk to girls topic. Or is it okay if I simply continue from scratch? Or maybe it doesn't make a difference. Also, you have been so many years into this. Is there anyone in Miami who you can suggest for in-person coaching? Lastly, any contacts for photographers, etc., that can help with pictures for online dating in Miami? Okay. There's a reason why I picked this one because I want to help you out here. Anyone who's listened to the podcast, 
here's what I think you should do. I think that you should be keeping up with the latest episodes. I mean, that's what I would do with any new podcast that I found. It's just fun to be kind of relevant. Not that it's going to be too different. We're not, I'm not going to be giving you too much of different advice. My advice has changed over the years, not drastically. Maybe just a little bit in some areas, but I would listen to the most recent ones and then also simultaneously go back and go from the beginning forward. Okay. There are a lot of episodes. So start from the beginning, but combine it with listening to newer episodes. So I would kind of go back and forth, back and forth, like listen to one that's more recent, then go back to, you know, you're starting from the beginning. That's what I would say. I think all the episodes are pretty golden. There's a lot of good advice there. I've had a lot of different guests on who are very interesting and you might find entertaining. Not so vanilla tofu with some of these guests. So you should check out a little bit of both. I hope that helps. In terms of anyone in Miami for in-person coaching, well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know anyone specific in Miami. Uh, There might be companies that you can hire that maybe will fly out to you. Um, I do say this. I do do in-person coaching. Right now, it's at a little bit of a halt because of what's happening with the COVID stuff. I do in-person coaching and I could help you. That is a possibility. Also, I should say this. I'm all for in-person coaching. It is something that I've done a lot over the course of TripAdvice. That's what I started doing. And so... I do believe in it. However, I think that phone coaching is more powerful. I think that if anything, you should do phone coaching first to create a nice base and create habits. So someone like myself can give you a custom plan to be able to go out and do approaches. And then as a little gift to yourself in a sense, even though coaching in itself is kind of a gift, but like something where you can say, okay, well, let's just get a little booster Okay, I like to call it a booster, then do some in-person approaching and do a whole weekend. You know, some guys think like, well, trip wouldn't be good. I have really bad approach anxiety. I can like start and do the booster first and then go into in-person. I mean, you can do that. Listen, I'm sure that would be totally fine too. But I found that it's going to be way better in terms of results to work for an extended amount of time with phone coaching and then work on some of the kinks. You know, sometimes it might be really tough where you do a first weekend with a coach like myself. We have you do a lot of approaches and it's just really hard and you only make a little bit of movement. So I find the best, the most ideal situation is start with phone coaching, then do some in-person stuff. You might even find you might not need in-person because you've had so much success with the long, longer program. Because I have programs like that are six weeks, three months, six months, and they really build lasting habits. So that's my thoughts there. In terms of a photographer, I don't have any recommendations. I only have one recommendation. He's in LA, Sergio Garcia, who's amazing. Tell him I sent you. This guy is incredible. But if you're anyone out there looking for the best photographer, it's really simple. Go to your city. If you live in a major city, just type in, for example, Chicago or Miami, right? So we'll use Miami. Miami photographer, Miami online dating photographer. You'll find a lot of different hits. And if there's not an online dating photographer, any person doing any photography will be able to get you the headshots that you need. And then if you live in a smaller town and can't find it, so let's say you live in a more rural town, you got to just make the leap and 
go to the nearest bigger city. So you'll Google whatever nearest big city that you live in, online dating photographer, and then the city or dating or photographer, and then the city, either one, try both. In the major city that's nearest to you, you might have to take a drive. You know, might even be a two-hour drive at the most, but it'll be worth it if you can't find it in your hometown. So how are you going to know if they're good? You can tell. Just look at their website. Look at the pictures. If you're looking at their pictures and you go, wow, I want my picture to look like that, you found the person for you. Okay? There's a lot out there, a lot of options. Try to make it happen. And you'll know by looking at their pictures. It's really simple. I guess that was common sense advice. Sounds like it. Okay. Man, I'm so bitter about that one comment. Look at me just being passive aggressive here. Let's go to one more question. He says, I would like to thank Trip for the last episode with Dr. Michael Preiser. I'm now on the right track to find the love I'm looking for. I want to ask Trip a question about my recent encounter. She is nice and open-minded. She has an OnlyFans page. I dated her for a month and it was great for the first three weeks. We had sex on the fifth date. Unfortunately, she became more distant. First, she asked me how I'd feel if she was dating a girl at the same time. She's bisexual and assured me that she didn't want to date other guys because she was satisfied with me. I didn't know how to react. I said, okay, and appreciated it. But some days later, she said that she craved being with another guy. She was in a dom-sub relationship for six months and missed being dominated and told me that she texted him. I tried to keep it cool, but when we had sex for the second time, it was different. She told me that she wasn't attracted to me anymore because I'm more of a vanilla guy. She wanted to be dominated and didn't want to have to show me because it would turn her off. It's true. Now she wants to stay friends without any benefits, but I really like spending time with her. I want to stay in touch and continue seeing her, but is it the good thing to do or should I move on? Also, what do you think about being a vanilla guy? Thank you for all the work you do for men. It really helped me to become the best of ourselves and find success in our relationships. Best regards, Felipe. Okay, there's a lot here that I want to comment on. This is, this is great stuff here. Good questions. Okay, first of all, let's just be real. Okay, dating an OnlyFans girl, you're headed into something very similar to that, right? She might be bisexual. She's going to want a guy who's going to... like All this is so cliche. It almost sounds made up. Okay, but it, it is true. A lot of those women are probably going to want that and they're going to be more sexually open. They're going to want different types of things. I just don't think if you're looking for a relationship that that's the kind of girl you're going to want to get into a relationship with. I'd probably stay away from an OnlyFans girl as someone that you're going to date. And I'm sure that some of the OnlyFans girls would hate me for saying that, but I got to be honest with you. They're probably not the type of girl that is going to want to be in the same kind of relationship that you're going to want to be in. And are you going to be comfortable with the type of work that she's doing and the fact that guys are texting her? I mean, it's going to be hard. You're going to be dealing with a lot of jealousy on your end. You're going to be thinking like, oh, can she leave me for these guys? It's just a really tough kind of relationship to create. It's basically saying, you know, would you date a stripper? And a lot of guys might not do that because, again, of the jealousy. I'm trying to leave the judgment out of it, okay? I'm not judging any you know, women for doing what they do to make money. What I'm saying is it's probably going to be tough to be in a relationship with that kind of person. I don't know if they're going to be the type of woman you're going to want to be with. And it's proof right here is you are saying that, you know, now she, now you think you're vanilla. I don't think you're vanilla. I think that you're probably just fine and normal. 
and it's okay to like a few things, but she's on a whole other end. She was in a dominant sub relationship. Uh, she's bisexual. She's on a whole other level that you guys just aren't a sexual match for that. So naturally, she's going to think you're vanilla, right? So what I would do is don't get too offended by this. You guys are very different people. And the fact that she's in a whole different kind of culture and world, and it's just not going to be a match. So I don't think that you are a vanilla guy. I bet you you're probably, I just have a feeling you're probably even more kinky than you think you are. But you listen, even so, it doesn't matter, okay? You don't need to be this kinky, crazy guy. You can like a few things and enjoy a few things. And as long as you're good about being good in bed and everyone uh, you know, gets off and having a good time, then you know that's fine. You're good to go. Don't worry about that as much. Again, it's just a comparison of what you're talking about here because you're with a woman who is in various different types of sexual relationships. So at the end of the day, if you're dating a sex worker for fun and casual, then that's fine. But for something more long-term relationship, you got to really ask yourself, is that going to be the kind of woman that you're going to be able to be with based on the fact that she might be more sexual, based on the fact that you might have intense jealousy? Are you guys living the same kind of lifestyles? Okay, so think about those things before you get invested in a woman who is doing that. Something to think about. Hope that helps. What a great episode. We really covered the gambit here. Talking about breakups, making friends, and dating OnlyFans girls. Man, great, great questions today. If you want your question answered, you know where to do it. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line, podcast question, so I can answer your questions and do it here on the podcast. And of course, if you want to be anonymous, that's fine. No worries. We'll do that for you. Great episode today. Happy to do it. Don't forget, if you need my specific help creating custom plan for you to go out, meet women, make friends, and be able to date the kinds of women that you want and have the relationships that you want and the type of relationships you want, go to coachedbytrip.com today, fill out an application, and I would be honored to work with you. Hope that helps. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Take care.